all kinds of symbology. What is at stake? It is a big idea. A new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. When I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Greetings at... <laughs> right as I say, see, Jackal doesn't come on the show, and the other guy just balls out. That's what happens when you leave the kids alone. When Dad does not come on Skywatchers, then the other guy misbehaves. Greetings. That's balls around, I'm going to poke an eye out. Oh, my gosh. Coming out of the game. <laughs> I'm going to mute everybody. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a beautiful July 12th evening, wherever you are listening to us, intergalactically, in the hollow earth, in the matrix, um, incest on imagination. The flat earth, on the flat earth. On the flat earth. You know, if you're in Narnia, we don't care. We're glad you're listening. Welcome to Skywatchers Radio. We are happy to have you on tonight. We have to give a... Uh, shout out to Jackal, who cannot be with us this evening because he is dying. I'm just kidding. He's not dying. But he's really, really, he's not dying. I'm sorry. That was not right. Please get better soon. Yes. You can't leave us like this. This is what happens to the show when you leave us like this. The other guy interrupts. Did you hear him last night how bad he sounded? And he did. He, I just, I didn't, I, you know, I just wanted to mother hen him and put him right back into bed. I know. Like, you know, you just wanted to do it. I know. And he mentioned that he had some chicken soup, and I felt so bad because it was just Campbell's. Oh, and oh he needs that's real. Hard. You got, yeah, you got to get the good stuff. I'll have to find There's that a really great deli. deli. There's a great kosher deli in Miami that he could go to. Okay. Or he could, he get, someone could deliver for him. Uh, you know, they deliver. We need to get that name, and we need to get that name. Uh, and actually, it's either Schwartz's, Cohen's, Finkelstein's, oh Goldsmith's, or uh, Goldberg's. It's one of the others. One of the other. One of the other. One it doesn't those. matter. It's one one of, of those two. It's cool. All right. We're not so, <laughs> let me introduce the Skywatchers team, although you should know them by now. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you're an old-time listener, what's up? As the voice that you heard us interrupting during the intro was the one, the only, Angel's heterosexual life mate, the other guy. That's me. Oh my goodness! A also, manly jo- man. A man. He's <laughs> such a he's manly man. Such a manly man. He's going to eat raw meat later. The other addition to the Skywatchers team, who is always with us, who we absolutely adore, helps hold everything together, is the amazing Mr. Swag himself, Chris J. Brown. Yes. Thank you. Wow! I feel like a, I feel like a. T- be tall right now. You should. Yeah. It's like, was she kidding? No, for real. That was a serious, honest, like true Thank statement. You, yes. I think. Absolutely. I think Chris's. I think Chris's uh, confidence has been kind of shaken a little bit from oh, no. last night. 
No, I, have to say. I liked the show last night. And all everybody should know, speaking is who also always, not always, but most of the time she joins us on Skywatchers because awesome she's awesome. She That's right. It's yeah. the Nancy Burns experience by Nancy herself. Hello. Yes. No, Chris, uh, we, we unfortunately had a troll in the chat last oh, night. Oh, no, I, I left before yeah. the troll. I'm so sad. That was really fun. Actually, Crystal, Narnia? I believe, no, no, Crystal, I think it was you who beat him up before you left. Ah, that troll. Yeah, he was rude. I was, I was not in the mood for rude took, people. Yeah, took him out. Well, he yeah. belittled me. Tell me what happened. He actually I, told I, I me what I was. What? what? Did, no, 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 no. He yeah, well, told you what sense, his opinion of you was. Well, he needs, well, he got opinion, but in the sense, you know what? In a horrible way, in a way, he is right. In the what? sense where I am a newcomer. Uh, to you the know. field where I've only been in here only five years. And so maybe to Jesse, yes, who's the big time, a little bit more knowing people, have a better figure, uh, you know, uh, range so which, of people. Well, Jesse is a natural. Jesse Randolph, Jesse Marcel. Which Jesse Je- are we talking about? Jesse Randolph. Jesse Randolph. Jesse Randolph. Jesse Randolph. He's a natural to the whole. He is. Concept. He really is. He and, really is. You know, sure. How How... How could I sit there and argue with, 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 I believe his name was William. And if you William can. wants to come in and say whatever he wants to say, no, he that's can't. fine. He can, I would but have, I'm, uh, I'm going to be Almost mad. myself welcomed for what he else had to say because you know what? No. Um, the, the, the reality of it is, is that I hold back. I hold back. I don't say anything. I take the, the side back seat because that's just kind of just what I do. And it's only because of the fact of, because I'm, I'm still learning myself and I, I, I go around, Telling what happened, of course, with my end, and I can't do that all the time. So, right. you know, what happened to me. So I, I'm learning. Well, I, I disagree. I think you have grown a lot mm-hmm. in the couple of years that we've all been together in Preach. that you're, you're constantly uh, looking for guests. You're constantly lear- meeting people through emails and through conferences and stuff. And also, you're just scanning the field like everybody else, and you've been getting great guests for us. Right. And yeah. I think it just, you know, okay, you're five years in. Um, you haven't Everybody burned Everybody gets out. a learning curve. Everybody That's gets it. Yeah. Look, Mr. Yeah, Brown, if you're a newbie, then I'm like a baby, baby newbie. Then I'm not allowed to speak at all because I know. I'm you know, it's, interested it's, in UFOs, but I don't sky watch. You know, I'm not out there with a telescope looking up at the sky. I read things and I learn things. It's just a part of, you know, I like the paranormal. I like the metaphysical. I like the supernatural. I like learning about UFOs. I like all of that. But I would not in any way hold myself on the same bar as, you know, somebody like Jesse Randolph or even the other guy or even angel or nancy or bill barnes so don't or, even or chase, don't. Or chase. i oh, or chase I oh my so, god she was great she was a great guest especially starting the whole thing off and she is so enthusiastic and it, she seems like an organized thinker and i always think geez it's really possible it's, if she wanted to she create a little army i would get I, great, i'd get a banner and wonderful say yeah. person and let me tell you uh I'm also very happy to hear that she'll be going on Future Theater on the 1st of uh, this next month, August. August. Okay, yep. And yeah. I, it's a person I thought about reaching out to to get on your show. I just, you know, I, it just didn't never really come to mind. And, well, hey, all of a sudden. Uh, right. Boom, and, uh, and another thing to keep in mind, it, 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 there's, nothing, there's no embarrassment in being a laid-back kind of second mm-hmm. second chair type person. Because the world can use a lot of those kinds of people. We need more people as the second guy. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You were instrumental to the Skywatchers team, and I know you're instrumental to Future Theater, mm-hmm. and now you're instrumental to Youth and Out Radio. So well, the mean guy in the chat got kicked for a reason because he was mean and he was not offering any – it wasn't even constructive criticism. It was just a stupid statement. He was an internet mm-hmm. troll, and we don't feed trolls. We don't feed trolls. Yeah. Well, we kill them. We beat them up. Oh, yeah, we so, so violent, we Nancy. We done oh smack them silly. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I am told that we have – we don't have a guest tonight, but we did invite Bill Forte to come on. I hope I said his last name correctly to talk about some of his videos. So, Bill, if you are listening, we're going to do the news first and right about 1130. Give us the call, and we'll definitely have you on, and we'll chat about your videos. So we've got some good news to talk about first. Beyond that, guys, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I know that – um, Angel extended Is he the, the same bill from last night? I believe so. Yes. Okay, yep. right. So, so I haven't seen him in the chat. Did you? Did anybody extend? Either. Yeah. Okay. He, so. An invitation was extended. I am told okay. that an, a very loose invitation was extended to him last evening during Euphonot Radio. Shout out to Euphonot. Um, so. I don't know if he's listening tonight, but if he is, we'd love to have him on to talk about the videos. Otherwise, we're going to do news and open call lines and try not to embarrass Angel too much. That's the goal. Or maybe a lot. There's some good news. There's some excellent news. We've got some excellent news to talk about. Yes, yes, yes. Where do we want to start? Mr. Brown, do you want to start with your news article first? Actually, I like to start with your news article. We can start. I just, just, that's cool. Yeah. We can do that first. I think we should talk about this skeleton on Mars first because I know the other guy was like jumping up and down in his seat when he heard about it. I wasn't jumping up and down. I was. Whatever. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. Yes, I will link you guys. Has anybody, is anybody having access to actually be able to post stuff up on uh, the Shot Watchers page on Facebook? So everybody can see what we're talking about. I sure can. I'm going to do that right now. All right, fine. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. cool. I put it in a chat for people. Other guy, why don't you start talking about it while I do the social media thing? All right, hang on one second. Let me get back to that page uh, where it was. Mm -hmm. Where the heck was Mm -hmm. it? Where it was. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, this Uh, is coming from uh, UFO Sighting Daily. Uh, It's actually dated today. And uh, apparently, uh, I'm actually looking at the NASA source photo from Mars, and there apparently in the upper uh, right-hand quadrant seems to be a skeleton that does definitely definitely not look some wind blew it into that shape from dust and erosion. Um, I'm just like, wow, I'm flipping out. Uh, on the uh, UFO Sightings Daily link that I'm sure uh, Crystal is putting up, it's actually zoomed in on it, and I honestly said bat squatch on it at first until I actually clicked on the link and saw the actual uh, NASA RAW image, which I just cannot dismiss in any way, shape, or form. This is really like, wow. Um, what even yeah, there's is no, that? There's no contrasting. From the original image, there's there doesn't look to be like there's any Photoshop. Photo, you're calling Photoshop on it? Yes, kind of, but okay. Okay, okay. Look at the okay. Click on the Mars. <laughs> Here we JPL, go. Here we go. Other guys are get really upset. Gov MSL raw image and the number on it that we have a link to, and you're gonna see it came from the NASA rover. Hmm. I honestly don't think someone photoshopped that in. 
Okay, uh, is that link that you just mentioned, is that in chat as well? Cause I'm, I'm it's awesome. in the article. I'm it's in the article, the actual, but he can. I'm, I'm going to give you the raw NASA image uh, from JPL right now. All right. It's, How are you going to do that? I just cut and pasted There's it li- Skype. It's a link. There's a link. Oh. In, in the actual article, it links to the actual the NASA image. Um, okay, so you so can see what can we're talking Facebook, about. Mm-hmm. Right? Folks can be following on Facebook or the PSN chat. Oh, as always. As okay. always. Okay. It is. This look, yeah. you know what? NASA usually photoshops things backwards. Like, it, you know, it takes things out of pictures. It doesn't really put them in. So, and I'm looking at it too, and I don't see it. In as great detail in this big picture, if I'm, I'm assuming that it's this this bone structure towards the right. In the upper uh, right. Yeah, corner. in the upper right hand corner, and it does. So I will admit that in the ah. NASA image, it doesn't look as defined. Okay, um, where is uh, this? Is a great great thing. Where in the image, upper right? You say? Yeah, upper towards right the right quadrant. Yeah. Wow. It's literally at the edge of the image. It's uh, at the edge of the image. But honestly, I could see. Honestly, if I didn't know that what I was looking for, it and I could have miss had it. it slip through the cracks. Yeah, okay, so it, it, but it could be striated rocks, right? Mm-hmm. Rocks. Okay, I do, okay. Striated, striated rocks um, do not form that skull. Not to mention the collarbone section, as well as the other pieces as well. Um, it's just shaped too humanoid-like. I think it looks almost like a funny rock myself, but, you know, I don't okay, know. Where is it blown up? Um, uh, we've got, you can, got just the regular size. If you click on the image, Nancy, it, it gets bigger. Yeah, I need, Yeah, but I want to. And, yeah. Okay, so. You I'm know my going, only. I'm not going back to squatch at all. You know my I wish only. somebody would blow it up and, like. Put a circle around them, so I'm, I yeah. know I'm looking at the right thing. My uh, only on, problem, my only Dang problem with this go. NASA image right here, and then when you look at the NASA image, and then you look at the image on the site, it almost looks like there are things added to the image yeah. on UFO sightings daily that is not in the NASA photo. That's Unless that's my only changed, problem. I, I I don't think they added things in. I think they might have changed the contrast a little bit. I don't see stuff added in. Well, I don't. Okay, so for okay, so if there's nothing added in, then okay, so on the UFO sightings daily photo, you see the top of the rock, and then you almost see this strange spinal cord, and then there's two weird bones jutting out from the spinal cord, and then there's the body on the ground. So that's what I'm seeing in the UFO sightings daily image. Then I click on the NASA image, and I don't see the spinal cord, nor do I okay, see well, the two little things on the side. So that's my only like issue. Like, where is that? Hang on one second. Try opening it in. Try cut and pasting the image mm-hmm. in onto your desktop, and then mm-hmm. load it in Photoshop and zoom in, and see if you're. I mean, I got that it. I got it pretty big. I mean, my, I zoomed in on. It. I mean, it's pretty big. I don't see it. Hang on, okay. I'm dropping. I'm okay, dropping now. it onto my desktop right now and zooming it in in Photoshop. So bear with me. But the second image is full of extra detail. That's what you're saying, Ooh, right? Wait, I see it now. I do. Although, yeah, uh, no, I do. I see it now. You really got to look. It's in the top right-hand corner if you follow that wall section all the way to the end. And then you zoom in on that little area right top right-hand corner, literally top right-hand corner. Keep going past the big rock in the middle in the wall. It kind of looks like a wall. And it's the body, quote-unquote, right there. But yeah. see, from this NASA image, it almost looks like rock formation. 
just the top, like the bottom and the sides, I could see. I almost see more of a bone structure towards the bottom of that wall. Like that's where I was look, looking originally. It almost looks like a web. Yeah, I see where you're talking about. Maybe that could be other bones strewn about, but that one looks like a complete torso of some type. Maybe. Um, I mean, it, yeah. That's, you know. that, that really is my only problem, that when you look in this NASA image, it looks just like it's part of the rock. It doesn't look I'm like this UFO. I'm right now on what it. I actually loaded up in a image viewer, and, you know, compared to I, – I, I think that um, these guys at UFO Sightings Daily might have sharpened it up and got rid of the pixelation, but I'm looking at it even in the pixelated mode um, – yeah, there's structure to this. There's, That's you know, it would really be very, very like. What even is that? If it just allow us our imaginations to run for a moment, if we were to speculate well, that that look, actually is something, look at the bottom part what is it? The legs, where you should see legs, you see flipper. Maybe it's a mermaid. You think it's a mermaid? We're <clears> a mermaid. I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm saying it does have structure. <laughs> mermaid. I, you know, it's almost looked like to me like there are two. It's like a two-headed. It's a two-headed. Two-headed. It looks two-headed. It looks two-headed. Two eye It looks like it's got two eye sockets. It looks like it has three eye sockets to me. It looks like it's got two eye sockets, but the head looks like it was cleaved in half. Oh, that's gross. But that's what it looks like to me. But I will say, Nancy, I cannot see this being. A windblown. See, this um, is why I up. wish that Angel was not sick because Angel has called Basquatch on you in chat. Angel calls Basquatch. Yeah. Every yeah. time we have these discussions, Angel is Angel is Angel ill and he <laughs> and cannot call in and argue with the other guy. Right when... Hey, Vinny, Vinny, <laughs> just shut up already, Vinny. Vinny, go back to your cannoli, okay? <laughs> Vinny, come on. <laughs> Say hello to the Godfather for me. Say hello to the Godfather for me. Go ahead. Oh my goodness. All right, so Nancy. He's not sure. Mr. Brown says he's not sure. Jackal calls back. I think sure. Mr. Bats, I don't okay, know. I sure. appreciate what you did here with the uh, writing on the thing because I was, I was looking over, I was looking, I was looking everywhere but there, oh, and I still think when you blow that up, it's not. I don't see a skull. Is, it, is the skull yeah. to the top of the photo? Yeah, it's in, it, it. It no, it's it's it, look in your Skype. And I actually uh, sent you a image of what they've uh, changed the contrast on. Okay. And maybe sharpened it up. Yeah. How did you do the drawing on top of the image? Oh, I PJ. PJ on. did that. PJ did that in Skype. Thank you, PJ. Oh. Okay. Uh, PJ is very talented. PJ is okay. very talented. I see. PJ did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still like the photo someone did of Obama oh, on Mars. Yeah, I think uh, I think those those are the things that that uh, Angel is linking in chat right now. <laughs> I think Angel keeps linking those things. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, that yeah. He, he's such a supporter. He, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not what you say, the other guy. It's the way you say it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I'd like to. It, it, I the, don't know either. Yeah, the problem. It's just the problem is, and I hate when they do this. I understand why they were trying to do this, but. When you look at UFO sightings daily and then you look at the actual image, it's literally like you're looking at two different images. Just stop it. Stop doing that. All right. Fine. I won't do anything. Not you. Not you. I just mean if you're going to present us with evidence of things that happened on Mars, show us. 
don't, you know, Photoshop it and make it pretty and draw us an outline of how you think it looks. Let us actually look at it. Makes well, I'm sense. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I'm sure yeah. eventually we will find something on Mars. Like I'm 100% positive eventually. If they haven't already, we're go- they're going, you know, they probably have already. But eventually we will see something on Mars. So Bill Skywatcher is in the chat. FYI. Hello. Good to know. Good uh-huh. to and know. listen, if we run out of stuff to talk about, we never I would run love out of things to revisit to talk about. the film that Angel uh, hooked us up with for last night's show. Okay. Um, what film and is that? it's this weird thing in which this guy se- uh, picked up something from NASA that's so intriguing. And and the NASA people actually went on record as saying that where where they're out with the Pluto mission, you know, they're out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, another yeah. Uh, there's another planet or two might be out there. Yeah. In other words, they said we're going to photograph that other planet called Eris, but oh, sadly, it something else. Gonna, it's if we had stayed on the Earth, we'd be closer to it because. That seems to give the indication that the darn thing is moving toward us. What? Bill is just going to go hook up, and then he will be joining us soon. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Now, here's so, the question. Here's the question, question I'm going to throw into the mix there. Okay. Um, could this be Nibiru? Maybe. The, yes, the, that's, what he's, that's what he's saying it is. Yeah. Uh, We've been looking at, for this planet but, forever. Yeah, I'll put the link into chat and we run out of topics because it's a mystery until we further investigate the fella. His name is Jacob Israel, uh, www.jacobisrael.com. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Here is the YouTube video that he ran. There's Uh that. Uh, How do you get it so fast? So uh, that's our our backup. That's our backup. Yeah, because I was partially through it already. Um, But here's the funny part. There's another video which actually shows the elliptic orbit of what it could possibly be. I've seen those. You know know when uh, I was looking at those videos back in – no, not even 2012. Before 2012, I was looking at those videos in 2010 and 2011. No, this is is something uh, that's factoring in – you know, the – Oh, it's a new video, so it's better. Is that what you're telling me? Okay. Yeah. It's new. It's improved. It's I don't know what the hell. <laughs> but isn't this the worry that it's every thirty six hundred years the whole mm-hmm. thing flips and everything goes askew, and we become yes. you know a stone age all over again? That depends. Yeah, it, dep- uh, it depends on what prophecy you're reading. Yeah, it, it's true. I mean, yes, that we yeah. we had just completed the thirty six thousand cycle, thirty or thirty six thousand year cycle, and then yes, so Nibiru was supposed to right. come back, and then everybody was like. It's going to kill us, or other people were like spiritual enlightenment, or other people were like it's going to kill us. So there was no in between. We were either going to die or we were going to ascend. Nothing yeah. happened. It was sad. Well, it's not done yet, though. Isn't that a bigger window than just like one year? Isn't it sort of like like two hundred year window or something? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, the problem is that I guess our concept of how we're telling time. I don't know, you know, whose calendar we're on. So it was always very interesting for me to somebody say that the date was 2012. You know, everybody right. would have, you know. But I think we've had discussions before where our calendar is a little screwed up. So, yeah, we have leap years and things like that. Right. right. So yeah. what year you know, actually what, is it? Right. Does, you know, if we go by the Mayan calendar, does the Mayan calendar sync up to the Julian calendar? You know, or Yeah, the, but if you're talking 3,600 years, the give or take a few – 10, 20 years wouldn't be the end of that. That's why I... That was, wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> no. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to sneak up on us. It's going to be some like weird number. It's going to be 2017. Right. 
2017 is all of a sudden out of nowhere we're going to explode exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) you didn't hear it first here i know i know all right so we've got like six minutes before we go on break and before we do that very quickly i want to talk about there was an article up on the mirror.co.uk that NASA is suspected of shutting down the ISS feed because a UFO flew into the camera. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's happened more than once. Okay. Uh, they did I it again. That happening almost every other week. Well, you know, apparently other guy, it happened again. Oh, God darn it. Free well, we need team. an Italian speaker. I believe the lady who uttered her utterance was she then went on to say something but definitely in italian before I, she was hushed up oh really mm-hmm. so it wasn't just oh my god oh my god as they said it was she said something uh but in italian so here oh, we'll need an italian translator who speak of the italian i know somebody listening to skywatchers speaks of the italian yeah, go watch I, the I video and t- mr brown Yo, you know like you everybody you literally know everybody oh. <laughs> Mr. Brown, handle that for us. That would be awesome. We'd love to know. Rico, the man in uh, in Brazil. Yeah, he's in he's in Cyprus right now. Okay, but uh, a little yeah. island outside of Turkey. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Find out about that. So it's. I mean, it's an interesting video until it gets cut off. So, Nasty, you're not slick. We're on to your little game. <laughs> we are. We're on to your little game. So I actually, since we still have a few more minutes, I'm going to scrape out time because I want the other guy to analyze this. I'm, I love the other guy's photo analysis. Okay, go on. Here we go. Send I'm doing it. Me. I'm gonna. Okay, apparently a Florida. I did it. I did it. It's done. It's done. Did a Florida witness around. captures a UFO on a photo. It's from my friends over at Open Minds. Um, this happened in Palm Harbor. Sent the case to MUFON, all the good stuff. This happened fairly recently, July 2nd, 2016. This witness was actually outside searching for UFOs. He said in his head, drone, we call it drone. Well, look at it right now, and you can tell that it's got lights on all corners, and it's actually Mm -hmm. in an X shape. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a on body of a drone that was probably caught in motion. Immediate Batswatch. Well, how did it behave? Plus, it's below the tree line, if you look at the uh, photo. We'll put it up on Skywatchers too, so they can argue about it. Right, but is fun. there any evidence that it, you know, went Let's faster? Let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, he says the photo was not altered. Um, he did not taper, except with the zoom. He does not give details on the UFO's movement. The only thing that is reported is that he was asking for beings to speak to him, and then uh-huh. apparently this poor guy saw a drone, which <laughs> would actually be proof that the universe has a very very big sense of quirky humor. sense of humor quirky sense of humor quirky really it's a well yeah i could see it's a drone although the I third picture so. you kind of see, see an alien face. Spider. it's either that or it's a flying spider with raved glow sticks on each uh tentacle um that's actually pretty cool each leg. i actually like the flying spider with the rave tentacles glow sticks better than the yeah, drone Occam's actually razor <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Right that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, ju- just, just to have some fun, someone should get a pet spider and name it Occam. Somebody should do that. I'm not going to do that because forget spiders. I don't. I don't do that. I don't do spiders. Okay, but just for funsies, in the very last image, doesn't it look like a little alien face with 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 a little oh. blue triangle in its for a green triangle in its in its forehead? Am I the only one that oh. sees that? No. Oh. Kind of got a gazoo look. Yeah. 
doesn't it kind of just look like a little alien face with the big black eyes and kind of like a head, just like a little bit, just for funsies? Mm. No? Mm. Sideways. Yeah. Hang on, I'm Sideways. trying to get there. Uh, Third picture. Very last still picture. Nope. Still no. Still no. <sighs> no well, imagination, other guy. Who, Hang on, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you saw that. <laughs> Doesn't it? It yeah. does. <laughs> Have you heard Mac Maloney lately? In your military career, did you ever see anything that came close to an unusual UFO sighting or? No. Holy <laughs> That was the uh, 10 seconds of... Uh, no. What are you that was so convincing. Yeah, what are you trying to say there? Well, UFO is an innocuous term. That's the worst fucking denial I've ever heard. Unidentified flying Mac Maloney's Military X-Files, Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on the public streaming radio network. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the man of steel and more supermanhomepage.com put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology preventative maintenance and networking support hardware and custom built computers let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly monthly or annual rates to fit anyone's budget call key information solutions now 954-973-3374 that's 954-973-3374 or visit keyinformation.com here's a riddle for you what do the california gold rush of the 1850s secret societies coded messages mysterious 19th century flying machines and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more.
y'all back. Welcome to Sky Watches Radio Live. We had technical difficulties over the break. We're going to blame it on the gremlins and the other guy. It's always the gremlins and the it's other guy. It's my yep. fault. It's always the other guy's fault. We are very excited. We have got Bill Forte on the line, a.k.a. Bill Skywatcher, all up in the chat room. What's up, Bill? What's happening? It's a pleasure to be here with all of you tonight. We're excited. We're excited Aww. to have you. Yes, 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 yes. So I hear that you are professional Skywatcher, Bill, and you have some interesting videos to talk about. That's all I got. That's all they prepped me with. <laughs> Chris, Chris knows <laughs> a lot about that, I got to tell you, because he comes on to my Skywatchers yeah. a lot. Chris yep. is a great guy, great friend. Um, so I have a lot of respect for him. And, you know, he had that encounter himself. So mm-hmm. uh, I am 100% behind Chris when it comes to his uh, encounter. And also his son was involved. So, again, uh, Chris is a great guy. So it's always a pleasure to have Chris being a part of that. And the sky watching actually started a few years ago with my good friend, um, Eric Hartwig, who's in uh, the PSN chat room right now. We started this together. Uh, a few years back and um, he's got his own specific reasons but my reasoning was in the 90s I had a few sightings um, I was living in the Bronx at the time of all places Woo-hoo, Bronx. yeah in the Bronx of all places I see a UFO but in 1995 I remember the date it was June 10th and they Riverdale were show- I'll bet Riverdale uh, no it was actually uh, near Pelham Bay in the Bronx if anybody's familiar I think Nancy oh. might know the city a bit uh, yeah yeah so anyway, I, it was the night they were showing Pocahontas. <laughs> of all things, yeah, Pocahontas. <laughs> the Disney version? What are we talking about? Oh, no, no, no. The non-Disney version is called Pocahontas. Oh, okay. Not, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Big, big difference. Mm-hmm. So, That's my favorite version, by the way. Love that one. <laughs> they were showing that in Central Park. Done by Seymour Butts. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I thought I, it was done by Phil McCracken, but no, okay. no, this could go on all night. You must stop yeah. it right there. Please continue, Bill. <laughs> uh, they were showing it in Central Park. It was June tenth, again, nineteen ninety-five, and that night there was a thunderstorm. And I was always one that enjoyed looking at um, lightning, so I was looking out my window, and I seen at about eleven o'clock that evening they were. Show, they were having the fireworks display after the movie was over. Now, all I could see was the hue of the fireworks in the sky since Manhattan was quite a distance away from the Bronx. Um, but you could see it as since it was a cloudy night. You could see the hue in the clouds of the different colors of the, of the fireworks. So as I'm looking in the sky, I see an object. Now, I did not see the object, but I seen the lights underneath it. And it had five bluish-white lights shaped as either a boomerang or triangle. Again, I could just make out the shape, but I couldn't see the craft because it was dark. So um, I reported it at that time to Newfork, uh, Peter Davenport. And Peter got back to me in an email a few days later, and he said, Bill, you're not the only one that's seen this. Many people from New York City up the Hudson River into Canada seen this object. And he used, you know, some credible individuals like police officers and lawyers like Bill is just Joe Schmo. Doesn't matter about me. He's just trying to throw in, you know, that credibility factor by other, these other witnesses that had seen the object. So that was the first time. Now, I have to say, honestly, after I was never one that was into UFOs at the time. So I really didn't know much about it. Now, afterwards, you know, I, looking at it back at it now, I could say maybe it was a top secret uh, military craft. We, you know, we had the TR-3Bs and everything else that we see in the skies that people say either it's back-engineered or it's just 
um, you know, our technology that we're advanced to the point that we're at now. So going in forward in time in 1999, I was on, in Mount Talk, Long Island. It's past the Hamptons. And I was fishing at night for striped bass on the beach. So I had a few friends there. Uh, my mother was there. And I said as a joke, I honestly said it as a joke, I am going to call the aliens. So I took... <laughs> Don't ever say that. Don't do that. I, I swear, just like that, to, you know, I'm being honest, that's what exactly what happened. So I took a big um, uh, flashlight, and I started flashing it over the ocean. Now, it was a clear night. Um, it was beautiful. I mean, there was no thunderstorms. There was no heat lightning, etc. So all of a sudden, about 10 seconds later, the entire sky started lighting up with different colors, constantly flashing. Mom runs to the hotel room. I look back. She's gone. She's wow. <laughs> Yeah. Mom, she's out. Mom is smart. Mom's like, nope, not playing. Bye. I'm telling you, Chris can vouch her because my mom has gone on the sky watches and he, she's told her aspect, you know, her point of the story that she was gone. <laughs> yeah, she was gone. So we, yep. we stood there for a good 10 to 15 minutes looking at this object or objects because it was brilliant. It was all over the sky. It seemed to go from one end of the horizon to the other all over the ocean. This lasted about 10, 15 minutes. So after it was all over, a gentleman came running down the dunes. He had a home past the, the dunes, and he's been living there for 20 years. And he says, okay, I don't want to sound crazy, but did you guys just see what I seen over mm -hmm. the ocean? I said, yeah, we were standing right here. So, wow. you know, it, that was another one that that one I can't say what that was. I have no idea what happened. Now, we all know about Mount Talk. The, the lore behind Mount Talk, the Mount Talk Project, that Camp Hero, the, the people that live in the town. There's a lot of stories there. Wouldn't uh, live there. They're brave people. Would not live there. It is a beautiful place, though. I, it really is. Nancy no, it's forlorn. It's pretty forlorn in the winter. Yeah, oh, yes. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's <laughs> definitely a summer resort uh, town. It's a vacationing town or a fisherman's town because a lot of people go there for fishing as well. But... um. You know, we hear sometimes in the Mount Talk, when you hear those that were involved, so to speak, uh, in the Mount Talk project uh, of some type of being that was uh, created by uh, the consciousness of one individual, and it appeared physically in form. And you hear those stories by the people in the town in Mount Talk. Now, I've been going to Mount Talk since I was a very young child, and my parents used to say, stay with us. Don't go wandering. Stay out of the woods. Cause right. Well, Bill, have you ever heard of Plum Island? Oh, yes. It's actually mm -hmm. up for sale right now. Oh, wow. The whole island? Yeah, they, they, the whole island. They're worried about the, the endangered species of birds that go there. So, so but how can so they can... sell it? But yeah. it's supposedly it's a government-owned property where they've always tested mm -hmm. weird Dr. Moreau stuff. Yes, bad and, suspect, and they're selling it. They're gonna sell it to see what happens to the people who buy it. Yes, I saw it on the news. I think this past week that it's wow. up for sale. And the, the Mount Talk monster, the thing that washed right. up shore, right. is to have come from Plum Island. Right, oh, right. The other guy will be out there tomorrow. Well, that's Plum crazy. <laughs> Chris, have any of you New York guys ever heard of a an island called Dumpling Island, off no. of Connecticut? Okay. If so, no, but an I like interesting Chinese dumplings. Story. They're great. Dumpling, yeah. <laughs> I do too. Dim sum. <laughs> so, yeah, um, a lot of, like I said, a lot of interesting things happened in Mount Talk. But now I moved up to the Hudson Valley about a decade ago. Mm 
Now, this is, and Nancy can uh, validate this because I'm sure she's done plenty of research with this with Bill. But um, this area was a hotspot for UFO activity, go 80s, 90s. And recently I was at Pine Bush and the person there told me it goes back even further to the 50s. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, Pine Bush is, I mean, the Hudson Valley, really, but Pine Bush you hear about. But this whole region was uh, known for having triangular, boomerang, right. rectangular, all types of objects. Now, I know a lieutenant in the town that I live in, and I spoke to him off the record. I said, what is it about these UFOs? Did any police officers say this? And obviously he said, Bill, off the record, he said, yes, many of the retired Officers did see objects mm-hmm. even going into the Hudson River. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, he told me this. And so I'm, this is coming from a lieutenant of the police department. He's, you know, he's a high ranking officer. Obviously, he's not going to go on the record because of the you know, profession. Mm-hmm. But that took me aback. And then you hear about all the other individuals here. A lot of people don't realize the Hudson Valley also had a share of abductions. Ah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. So, again, now the area, you know, a lot of people that do research in the area, Linda Zimmerman, some of the other researchers, they, you know, the activity. We talked to her. Linda's great. She's awesome. She's yeah, great. Yeah. Well, abductions. how do you research the abductions? Where That's a good thread I'd like to follow up a little bit. Well, actually, I may get you a gentleman. His name is Bill Wyan. Mm-hmm. He's been part of this uh, community for over 30 years. He actually conducted uh, groups for those that were supposedly abducted he's a wealth of information and i'm sure he would have no issue coming on with you all uh to discuss the uh, activities of pine bush again he is like the local historian when it comes to all the reporting he's had his own experiences and again he was the one that conducted groups um, how do you spell his last name w-i-a-n as in nancy d okay. as in david Wyand. There you go. Yes. And I, again, I have his contact, so I'll definitely uh, talk to Chris and, um, you know, provide that for you guys. And he's a great guy. Uh, you know, he, he has a lot to talk about. So I don't want to keep plugging Bill, but he is a great guy. But then again, yeah. like, go, Bill. You got right. Zimmerman. You've got a, a few other people that do uh, research in the area. You know, um, Peter Robbins, he has he's a ton of knowledge coming coming from this region. He knows a lot about the activities here as well. And, um, I thought he was just a Rendlesham expert. Oh, no, no. he's He actually did a, a thing uh, in Pine Bush recently um, mm. speaking about the activity in the Hudson Valley. Mm. So, yeah, mm. I mean, you've got a lot of people. Even Laird Scranton, I don't know if you ever had him. He's also one that lives in the area, and he's done a right. lot. So, yeah, yeah. Again, to get just to give you that background about what goes on here. Now, since I moved here, I said, you know what? I want to do some sky watching. So, like I said, Eric and I started with a simple camera system. It was security cameras, and uh, it's the SCB-2000. It's something that anybody, it's not an expensive camera. So we started with one camera, and we bought five to 100 millimeter lenses, and we progressed onward to four cameras. And then Mm -hmm. we bought a DVR system where we can record all of our footage and then go over it at our convenience. So, at, you know, the next day, the following week, we can go back and see if we capture it. So, in other words, we set the tripods outside and just let them record. Mm-hmm. 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 So, about a year ago, 
maybe a little bit more, we started to do live YouTube streaming. And that's how we gathered all our friends and people from uh, all walks of life that maybe have not felt comfortable discussing their own personal encounters. Even some were brave enough to come on Skype with uh, Chris, myself, Eric, and some of the others that join us. Um, from time to time, you'll have hosts from various shows uh, from various networks that will come on and hang out on the Skywatch. It's a very uh, open community. You know, we welcome everyone to join us there. So um, the object, I don't know if you guys seen it. I posted it in the PSN chat room. There was an object that I captured two years ago. And it was on September 18th, 2014. And maybe I'll put it in the PSN uh, where, we're, this, where we're speaking right now. Yes, please, because I did not see. Yeah, this object. Very interesting. Yeah, Chris, Chris, you, you know a lot about this object. Um, this object, now this is just my own personal opinion because obviously, you know, we're all going to reach our different conclusions. But in my opinion, this object is curving downward, then comes back up, stops for a split second has three distinguishable lights on it, which I don't believe a lot of these crafts have lights. I mean, they may for, for probing or searching, but I think in this instance, it was about propulsion because it brightens up and then it zooms back into space. Now, my conclusions is this. It looks like an artificial curvature, which doesn't tell me it's a meteor, something man-made, uh, natural phenomenon. Now, it could be a military drone. I cannot discount that possibility. But um, if it's well, at the speed it looks like it's moving, I've got to dismiss a drone. Yeah, I don't know about a drone. You know, I mean, there's been a uh, raises. Was it something that maybe it hit? It hit something coming in, and then and then reflected backwards. And just on a freak thing, you happen to catch this something. This is freaky. That, that 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 came in and actually was able mm. to hit each other in space and then reflect the other way and then it look like that is that possible all but, i could say that would if, it, if if you did catch that on video that would be a huge what are, what are all the bright shining lights around oh. the object we're looking at it's snow that's actual clouds oh it came through with a break of the clouds and it appeared Wow! Just zoomed off. That now, is very cool. Now, did you see it live when it happened, or did you catch? Oh. Did you notice when you were reviewing it? Yes, exactly. Um, now I got to ask a question: Could it be uh, snow lightning? No. I I don't think you so. Know, you've heard the term thunder snow before, especially. Yeah, I love thunder snow. Nancy <laughs> 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 got so happy. Sounds like a rock group. On the original yeah. video, I am thunder snow. No, no, no. <laughs> going to Oh my! <laughs> but um, and the original video, the object is really small, so I had to actually zoom in on that video, and I looped it to so you could pretty much. See. Yeah, but the but the movement is so natural. You know, yes. yeah, it doesn't it looks so organic? Like whoa! How many it, years ago? What year was this? Two thousand fourteen. <laughs> and I'll post it again in the PSN chat room. So I got you covered, Bill. Did it already. Good, good. So, uh, again, I cannot conclusively say what that is. So, by definition, which I really don't like using UFO, it's UAP. Because everybody thinks oh, UFO. Do UFO. Do UFO. I did a magazine. I like the name. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. You have a magazine. Um, but, and, you know, again, I, I cannot say what that is. So just by definition, I'm not saying specifically it's alien. Um, I'm saying I just don't know what it is. Because on any given night, you'll see the typical activity, meteors, uh, shooting stars, satellites, planes, even bugs, which can look like rods. rods. But I'm going to leave that for a different person. Um, and we all know who we're talking about here. Um, so, you know, it, it's all about the camera's exposure, how it gives it that linear appearance when you see like a rod shape. It's just the camera itself, if how, it, how the exposure is set. So you have to be really careful. And you all know how what we see on the Internet, on YouTube, these posts where people are putting all types of Photoshop uh, objects and hoaxing. And everybody here that's on, on this call right now. It does a disservice to everything that we do, and we do our research, and we take this to you know at a serious level. You know, it, it's just it really it's frustrating, but at the same time, it just gives me more uh, determination to try to uncover something that I can say without a doubt that this is something. Now it has to be up close because the camera is not going to be able to distinguish the actual shape unless it's something really at a low altitude. So that's why a lot of the footage that I get, I send to Mark D'Antonio of MUFON, who's their video analysis, and he'll tell me, Bill, you got something here, or Bill, it doesn't. But then I'll, ha I'll also offer it to other people for opinions because you just can't go with one person, even though I have the high, utmost respect for Mark D'Antonio. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, you just got to be careful out there. And you know, it, it, that's why you just can't just jump and say it's this, that, or this because you just don't know. Then you have to go on the to the date, check Sat Tracker. I, I use Sat Tracker to check out where the satellites are. Or you go to a flight radar app to see what planes were in the area. But that object is I, I just have no idea what that was. Uh, I got no clue. I'm willing That's to buy weird. a vowel. Let but, me ask you guys a question who suggested snow that, lightning. Uh, Wouldn't there have been maybe more than one? Or is that I mean, because I'm not I'll be honest, I'm not very familiar with with snow well, it's very it's rare. I mean, if you have it, it happens. Snow. It happens, but one, you know, once you have thunder snow, but you know, but you don't have a lot. You have maybe just once. I mean, yeah, but that thing looked like the It looks like the natural movement of something that's used like to moving very like fast. Warp, warp speed, Scotty. Yes. 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 Yeah. And would a human survive the thrust? The you know, going from those G's from that. I would. <laughs> I don't know, now, but I'm sure there are plenty of manly men that would like to try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, have you ever been able to capture lightning bugs? They, oh, you know, yeah. are all very the, unusual. And all know. the time we get mm -hmm. that, especially in the summer. Obviously, now is the time where you see that. But as far as the snow lightning, remember this was September 14th or 18th. I can't remember now. It was in September, and that that wasn't conducive to the atmospherics at that time. So. Right. I, you know, and another thing, what Chris said, if it was to hit something coming in, you would have seen more of a flash, and then the objects moving out. If it was, in, if it was actually hitting something, you know, and the chances of that even being are very minimal. Yeah, that would be to me even a bigger chance catching something like that on video than it would be a UFO. And it's I, so weird because it moves away from you, kind of at a. It looks like it, at a great rate of speed. It's a really good capture. I love yeah, how it something. just pops in like that, like boom, yeah. Stargate open, UFO out. Out. 
and a lot of people, uh, you know, the, we we have to think of people mention about portals or yeah. interdimensional travel. I, 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 who knows? I mean, but right. that's the thing about sky watching. I, I've been doing. I just bought a recently a telescope. I bought a ten-inch Dobsonian uh, motorized reflector mm-hmm. telescope to do lunar observations. Now that's just to give it a different spin to give it more of an astronomy field. I, you know, I just don't want to be set specifically looking with my night vision cameras, looking for UFOs. I just wanted to give it mm. that aspect because you know why? It's educational. The thing is, is to bring interest to look up. Unfortunately, we live in an environment that we have to be very aware of our surroundings. So I understand that people are looking around, but we also should be looking up. You know, mm-hmm. we, there's a lot of activity going on around us. There's, I definitely believe there's a secret space program. Um, I spoke with an individual. His name is Valerie Uvaroff. Another interesting individual you guys may want to uh, look up. He, he's, he used to do the UFO, head of UFO research in Russia. Right now, oh, his, wow. yeah, right now his big thing is uh, the pyramids that they're constructing in Russia. What? But, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Look it up. Uh, Valery Uvarov Pyramids. And you'll see all his work. Um, he's actually a good friend with a good friend of mine, Klaus Donner. And, um, you know, I, I'm hoping to also help uh, Chris get that as well. <laughs> that we are working on Klaus. Klaus is a very important person in something we were going to discuss earlier. Uh, we didn't get uh, into it. Uh, about the giants that uh, yep. are on are on uh, uh, a lot of display now, actual real giant uh, bones of skulls that have that have been uh, finally brought out to to the public, and, uh, and really? it's a real deal. And well, how, people, how do you uh, spell Valerie's last name? U V R. Excuse me, U V A R O V. U V A R O V. Cool. Thanks. Uh, he's a really great guy. He's a true gentleman. Uh, he's constantly traveling, so it's pretty hard to nail him down. But um, he's the life. Yeah, he's he's a great guy to speak with. But um, Klaus, and I'm just going to throw this out since I mentioned Klaus. Klaus has something really interesting coming mm-hmm. at the end of this year, and I think he's made this public. So I'm going to just mention it here on your program. They found over 3,000 artifacts, pictographs on these artifacts, in relation to E.T. Now, Klaus Dana is not one who ever would say E.T. and artifact in the same breath. Mm. He was dead set against it. He was invited to go on Ancient Alien to decline because he never wanted to make the correlation between these ancient artifacts that are being discovered and the possibility of E.T. Okay. But now, and Eric, uh, who's in chat, can verify this because he was in my home the day I had this conversation with Klaus. Klaus said he's now leaning toward that path because of the, of the findings of these artifacts all over the world, especially in South America. So he's going there at the end of the year to try to vet them, to date them, and to, you know, to verify that they are credible artifacts. And he will be doing an exhibit in Vienna, Austria in 2018 with oh, over wow. 500 artifacts. So that's... Wow. Skywatchers. Wow. Oh, no. PSN. PSN Road Trip. 
And he <laughs> no, also, you were just yeah, giving yeah. us a list of people that we've got to contact to get on well, the show. About Klaus, by the way, uh, he also has a, a piece of a bone, uh, I think maybe uh, several pieces, uh, but one in particular he told us that of a foot bone of a, what was it, a 23-foot skull, yeah. I believe, uh, and... Um, so this is this is not a, a twenty-three foot skull. You mean a twenty-three a, foot a, person? Yes, yes. Person, yes. Of, off a, of the skull, off of the bone, off of the. I believe it was the heel. Yeah, but our gravity would. But our gravity handle that. It depends uh, on the musculature he has. Yeah, think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. And um, so this is the real deal. This is the guy that uh, you know is the leading. Uh, authority really in this in this research and and stuff and is really a pioneer behind the whole um this whole industry so uh, he's a guy we just uh he's been kind of like like bill said he's been on a run doing his work and stuff but once uh we can get him hopefully rounded down at least bill can then then we're going to be wanting to get klaus out here to tell what he has to say because he's a huge piece to to a big puzzle that has a lot of information now, I will be traveling to Vienna. I will be staying at his home. And the plan is, and I could definitely speak about this because Klaus and I already had this discussion. I will be in your suitcase, Bill. Pay no attention to me. I'm a very small person. <laughs> I am going to do live uh, Skype shows with Klaus at the exhibit for all the shows that want to have him on while the exhibit is going on. Mm. Awesome. So you guys, I'll be in contact with all of you, mm-hmm. and we'll let you know. Uh, it's going to probably be in March of 2018, and we, you know, we're trying to get. This is all for Klaus. I'm trying to get Klaus to as many outlets as possible, so that people can see what's going on in his exhibit. He'll be able to discuss sections of what is being shown at the exhibit. And maybe we can bring Michael Tellinger. He's going to be there. Valerie's going to be there. Sam from Bosnian Pyramids is going to be there. There's going to be a whole bunch of people there. So hopefully we can make that work. So that's something. I don't. It's too premature because it's still quite a bit away. But it's in the works for that to happen. There are two people actually from the ancientorigins.net site who would absolutely love this. I will give you their names, Bill, because they are also global. They product. themselves are friends with Klaus as we talked when they were on I the would, show and I had thrown that out there and they knew Klaus and they knew about his uh, his bone. Uh, guard bone all those artifacts. Yes, guard and, them well. Uh, yep. <laughs> Here's another interesting, I don't want to stay on the Klaus subject, but a couple of years ago, and I got to be careful because um, I'm one of only a few people that know this, but something was found, and I tried contacting these individuals. Something was found with Klaus's friend's technology that can do underground scans for mm-hmm. precious metals, chambers, uh, etc. Something was found on Oak Island, mm-hmm. and, and all I'm going to say is it's not where the the 10x and the you know the 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 tunnel is yeah Mm -hmm. we're doing their work it's not there that's a trap right yeah i believe how do you just drop that bomb and i've got like a million questions bill (laughs) that's the worst (laughs) cliffhanger ever because i don't know what i'm going to get to watch the next episode (laughs) (laughs) you know it's It's all your fault man it's all your fault now it's these interesting little tidbits that you hear because, again, a lot of this is, uh, I don't want to say forbidden archaeology, fringe archaeology, but mainstream archaeologists just seem to ignore 
Well, Some this is also oops, right? Out of place. Artifacts. <laughs> everything against what academia has been writing about and teaching about for, for really thousands of years. Because we have to look at some of these sites around the world, how, what they're dated. I don't know if you ever had Carmen, Dr. Carmen Bolteron with the Hawaris Egyptian Pyramid Complex. That was discovered by Klaus's friends' technology. It's right now waiting to have the permits issued by the Egyptian government. And I'm going to hold my breath. Right. But they found another labyrinth of uh, tunnels and uh, um, these rooms, uh, dwellings. Unbelievable. What's Where did they find it this time? It's called again. It's it's near Giza, but it's called the Hawaris Egyptian Complex. On um, I don't know if anybody has Netflix, but if you go to Netflix and you look up the pyramid, look just type in pyramid, and you'll see Dr. Carmen Bolts's work there. So um, something really oh, interesting. Really? Yeah, she has stuff there. But you can look at her up, and you'll see the work that she's been doing. She's one of the first to really employ the ground uh, radar. Penetrating radar. Yeah, no. ground penetrating. Yeah. Exactly. Our lady. Yeah. Smart, and smart that, lady. That's Klaus, Donna. Uh, again, Bosnian pyramids. A lot of people disbelieve that those that mountainous area was actually a pyramid. You know, that's up for speculation. But they are finding tunnel systems, you know, going throughout. So, you know, again, you reach your own conclusion. But these people are doing research all over the world. Czechoslovakia, uh, all these different locations. They're coming up with some really credible research on some interesting um, underground tunnel systems, labyrinths, uh, structures, etc. that they're finding and discovering. And I'm telling you right now, South America is going to be the boom. There's mm-hmm. so much there waiting to mm-hmm. be. I'm just waiting for the hollow earth to show up. You know, well, are these populated, populated labyrinths? Uh, are these man-made labyrinths? Are these deep, deep inside the earth? In other words... You know, are we talking about not hollow earth so much as uh, I always think raptors went underground and they've been there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great mental image you just gave me, Nancy. (laughs) Raptors. Well, again, they seem to be artificial in nature, meaning they were constructed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So many of these seems like they are tunnel systems. And I'll just throw a thing about the Oak Island. And I, I just just as an example, it's 90 feet below ground. It's an obvious chamber, and there is a tunnel leading from the surface to this underground uh, area, chamber, but it's been blocked over, you know, decay over time, and or maybe they purposely buried it. You know, we hear a lot of different theories about the, night, the, the Templish treasure being buried there, um, all types of different, um, you know, stories and lore regarding this, but this is how it's done. By using this technology to look underground and see what they can uncover. Uh, again, you got to think over the thousands of years, the sediment. Oh, there's going to be so much. There's so going to be, oh, God, especially down in South America, all that jungle. That's Get out of here. That's where they are. That's where they're discovering a lot. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about South America, especially now that a lot of these regimes are changing. And mm-hmm. it's becoming more they can, they can actually get there, right? Money. They can make money off of it. Oh. they're looking at it's all economical you know they know that there's a profit to be made there right now klaus is in a well he's home now but he's going back he's going back to i can't say this uh, the location but he's been at an excavation for the past year and they are quite successful at what they're doing so um right. i don't know if it'll become public but yeah well, 
you know, is... and that's what really drives me crazy. You would think that scientists would be excited when you find a giant, not you're mad because, you know, your thesis from college is no longer relevant. I mean, just, just the implications of uh, that. The biggest implication you know? is the Smithsonian showing up and taking away the evidence and saying it never ah. happened. And, and locking it up forever. Uh, yeah, oh, crazy. It's crazy. I'd be, so, you know, I just, I don't under, I just don't understand mainstream scientists. I just don't. I don't understand or archaeologists or anything. Why wouldn't you be excited about this? Why wouldn't you want to tell everybody? Because it would change the religious perspective of a lot yes. of different faiths, exactly. and it would oh, cause problems because it. of it. Oh my God! We the Pope are... said it's okay to believe in UFOs. Everybody, you can get over it now. Yeah, but not because giants. he's using the Lucifer telescope. <laughs> <laughs> and not giants. That's right. He didn't say giants. He didn't say giants. Okay. Well, you've seen the photoshops though of supposed giants. The the most famous, you know, you've 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 gone on Snopes and you've seen where they've, you know, they've debunked many of them. I just wonder, do you? Uh, this is a question for Bill. Do you really trust that? Uh, Klaus does really have something that is indisputable, that it's uh, a really big bone. I Well, okay. The bone that Chris mentioned, it was actually checked out by Japanese scientists. They were the ones who uh, pretty much were funding the whole deal when he took this trip. Mm -hmm. It was found in South America. Now, yeah. Klaus was in that location that I mentioned about a year. He just got home. The report was sitting at his home for a year, and he's just go, going over that now. So I'm sure if anything is of any significance of that, he will definitely be speaking about it soon. Well, how, so, how did you guys meet? Um, actually, I met him through another good friend of mine, um, R.W. Sanders. I don't know if anybody knows of him, but... Um, I met him through him, and we became really good friends. Mm -hmm. So um, he's a true gentleman. He's a great guy. I have the highest regard for Klaus. Yeah, I've met him a couple times, too, through Skype. And so, you know, he's nice. been very nice. And he comes on my Skywatch from time to time. Yeah. And he'll, you know, he doesn't know he's going to be on a Skywatch. I just he doesn't. Him. We just kind of bombard him. But he, he just <laughs> is a super. He just picks it up every time. And he just grows with it. He's with us forever. So, well, that seems to add to his veracity if he's willing to share his work, you know, not hide from people, not just, you know, go up to a podium and lie, you know, mm -hmm. and not let anybody check anything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. see, that's the thing. What someone mentioned about religion, uh, when you when you're looking at sites like Gobekli Tepe and some of these other locations, you it starts to throw in a little bit of the monkey wrench. When, you know, you're dealing with certain institutions like, uh, for example, the poem of Gilgamesh makes reference to the Paradise Garden. And that mm -hmm. was written by in Dillman, actually, which then became Sumerian. And that was uh, thousands of years before what we know the Bible to be. So a lot of people make the correlation that maybe Genesis, the Garden of Eden, is somehow derived from that. The right. Well, okay. So now, not, PJ hang on, hang has, on. I got to interject here on this one. Yeah. Um, now, you're saying the Bible. You're talking about the New Testament. The Old Testament does predate um, the New Testament significantly, to say the least. Um, How many you know, years would you say? Two. Easily three to four thousand. Two to three. Yeah. Okay. What? A, how? How old do you think Gobekli Tepe is? Gobekli Tepe is somewhere about uh, 
seven to eight thousand years old, I would think. Some even say ten to twelve. But yeah. let's be, okay. you know, just on a on a total hypothetical aspect. Supposedly there was a great flood, and there's I've spoken to many different people. I would about- say the great flood actually happened. The problem was is that you know as Noah looked up into the sky, he saw a meteor heading this way, and instead of God speaking to him, and the meteor actually ended up hitting one of the oceans, creating a massive tsunami, which Nibiru. <laughs> but there was the Dillman. Dillman came from supposedly there was an island, um, and it was near Syria, somewhere in that region. And there was a great flood that over overcame the island, and they went toward land. You know, the mainland. And, right. And they speak of a great flood in Samaria. You know, it, 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 it's there. So there's some we. It, Sometimes I think that all religions have some type of correlation. There's a connection there. Absolutely. You know, and, and, that- and I just sent a video in chat, too, uh, on kind of a little bit of uh, what they had reported yesterday. Right. Okay, before Ecuador you go to the video, China. though, everybody should look at the uh, image that PJ sent, put in the, the chat right above the video. It's a, it's a one quick still. If it's real... If it's real, not photoshopped, it's phenomenal. It's a humongous skull being carried by four guys, pulled on a cart. It's pretty old too, I'd say. Oh, it doesn't look like photo. Okay, uh, Alan, can you blow it up? And Hang see on one second. Photoshopped? And this is where I don't right see it. it. Go, go, go! It's in the PSN chat. The public Hushed. chat. People's uh, chat. Can someone cut and paste it to Skype? Yes, Pookie. It's in Skype. Yeah, here's Thank the thing. Uh, PSN is sometimes called. What is it called on the advertisements? It's not uh, – what, what are you guys calling it on, on your advertisements? I mean, I wrote it down. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, I know. People's something – The Public Streaming, streaming Network? Something like that, yeah. See, that's, it could be very catchy if, <laughs> if I can remember it. <laughs> there you I go, mean, guys. I put it, I put it in the uh, Skywatchers chat. Take a peek at that. We're talking yeah, about I'm about taking it. a look yeah. at it right now. Uh, Let's see. Is the, can you give me the source image because it's not zoom? Oh wait a minute, it just came up. So, Alan, um, you're not in the people's chat. No, I'm not in the people's Why? chat right now. Oh, because, you're too, too too good. Okay. Um. Let's see now. What stands out firstly is is that it looks like the shadowing of the skull itself does match the wheelbarrow that it's in mostly. Although it looks like it it's does, tied on, right? Yeah, it looks like it's tied on. Um, the problem is is that um, I'm concerned about, uh, if you're looking, okay, that's the shadow of the cord that he's pulling. Okay. Um, the what shadowing- about the guy's hands? See the way the two guys have their hands kind of curled? The right. one guy looks natural because his hand is curled around the eye socket, but the right. other guy, his hand looks very unnatural. He's talking about the guy on the right. On. Yes. Well. Just saying, Maybe. Well, it looks like, like it's a, properly. It looks like there's a depression or a crevice there of some type, which would be not there if you think about a skull. But anyway, just looking for well, it. Well, it doesn't mean it's well, our. Don't forget, it's not. Stabbed, it's not shot, our skull. lightning bolt, magic, you know, whatever. Yeah. Don't forget, it's you know the skull might not be exactly conforming to human, everything anatomically human. So it's you know, especially big. that size. Pretty well, big. Well, right. you know, we can do this. We got the 
picture right there that we had sent, and then we had the video that I had sent after that. Where you oh, could there's look a video. Compare, well, I yep, right after that, I had sent in the PSN chat here, and here I'll send it in this chat right here, and you can actually compare maybe that skull in size to the skulls that they have showing on this right here. I just sent right there. Hang on, I'm going to click on it right now. Click on that. It's going to have a little sound. You're going to hear a little story. It'll be a minute and 30-something, I think, but maybe you want to hear everyone else can hear. Bear with Happened me. Happened in Ecuador. They're showing giants to the world. I'll put it up on the Sky Watchers page as well. So right. apparently, because I'm not going to listen to One day ago. This happened one day ago? This did happen. This, well, this was published a day ago. Okay. Hmm. There's an article, too. Yeah, I'm watching without the sound. Well, you got, they've got that on display in a museum. Get out. Have you ever seen this picture I just put in the chat that we're discussing right now? This Hang was on one second. South Africa. What in the world? And Tellinger, Michael Tellinger, um, you know, a lot of people say controversial, but... And that- we have seen this before on the and talked about the footprint before, I believe, on, on Skywatchers uh, somewhere. Maybe it was on another show. Have I, we? I, I, have we? I don't know. It, I, it must have been, have been it's on before Future Crystal. Theater. We've talked about it on Future Theater a bunch. Okay. Bill, Bill was, is dying to talk to Tellinger and... Yep. Talk about this very photo. I don't know where the photo is, but I'm assuming he's standing beside this kind of thing carved out of the rock. You know, whoa. Yeah, Ecuadorian giants. Whoa. Giants, exactly. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. Some people say, oh. Yeah, I'm at, um, I'm at minute 128, 129. And, uh, yeah, that's a, wow. you know, that's a little bit hard to dismiss unless that's a bat squatch. I mean, a Sasquatch nah, or a Yeti. <laughs> I knew it was coming. This is the thing oh, what I was saying. But it's very okay, okay, okay. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Do me a favor. Who was complaining about where the guy's hand was? Was that you, Crystal? That was Nancy. That was me. Okay, Nancy, do me a favor. On the uh, video that he sent, do me a favor. Go to one minute and 43 seconds. Okay. Look at how the skull in Wait. the upper right-hand quadrant is. One forty. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that would actually wow. match up. It that does. would actually match How up to weird. what we were just talking about. Wow. There you go. Wow, good, good catch. All right, good that catch. that actually good job, other guy. That yeah. curvature, that indentation, yeah, uh, would would be in sync with what we sure were looking would. at. Okay. And you notice here, here, here's the punchline. Here's the punchline. Look, look, look. Uh, in that same image, if you blow it up to full page, right underneath the eye socket. Uh, on the video, that is. Right, right under the eye socket on the left-hand side is one hole. And on the left side, there are two holes, which actually match the skull that is being pulled by the wheelbarrow. It sort of does, yeah. Let me just Do try to guys grab think oh. the UFOs and the spacecrafts are this big? <laughs> wow. That's like a really good catch. You know what? Maybe they're giants. See, what I find really interesting here is is that um, this uh, skull that's on the video has the full teeth and the lower jaw, although the in this um, in this wheelbarrow it the doesn't have they don't have uh, they don't have a lower jaw right not right this, but, well not in this picture they might have a lower jaw they just might yeah. this might, this might <laughs> okay, my need another wheelbarrow. Is, 
My whole thing is that in the wheelbarrow, you'll notice under the left eye socket, there's one dot. And under the right socket, there's I'm two dots. I'm trying to get back to that photo. And I try, it's, it's under so many windows. Wait a Skype. second. When Let's I go do, go back to Skype. Go back. Good point. I, I got a question for all of you, though. If we think about the dinosaur mm-hmm. era, mm-hmm. is it possible that humans were just as large? I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, well, see, look at how her. slender that, that skeleton's leg upper leg bone looks. So slender. It looks like if they weren't if that thing wasn't wired, it would you know, it wouldn't hold up of its own. It doesn't look the leg bones don't look sturdy enough. They look so elongated as though the creature came from a heavier gravity. Mm. And maybe just kind of because you know, our astronauts, their bones really go under undergo quite a transformation. And being in a different gravity. It's really not. Well, I don't have any. I don't have all the answers. Well, it's a fascinating video, which actually are, if you you heard, which is kind of hard to hear doing this, but uh, Klaus Dennett is in there too. So they talked about him and uh, about his uh, stuff that he has. And so you're right. All the, the shapes and with the foot size, and with that's where I said we should do the measurement with the head. And there you go. The head was about the size of looking about these heads here. So. They were showing, so that's, you know, yeah, maybe that's it. And I, I always said, hey, these big ships and stuff like that, that people say, see recording that are, that are, that are, um, you know, gigantic look, you know, like the one I seen that's the size of a, a city. Well, who's to say these giants are still running around? I don't say one of these things. I don't know. Who says they're not running around underneath the earth? Mm, not too. Hmm. Now, yeah, Jack, that's a print. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, tidbit about that uh, print. How did the print uh, land there like that? It, it uh, he, Michael talks about that. It's a very na- – and that's the beauty part. That's why it's still seen or it's able to be seen. It was one of those things where a geologist will step back and show you the earth moved. Okay, they, there was a lift up like, you know, uh, tectonic plates. So that plate. was actually flat. At it right. was exposed. Yeah, when you, uh, learn, when you follow that photo through the Michael Tellinger universe, he will explain it. Mm-hmm. In really pretty convincing detail, and and that's it was uncovered, I think, in the course of that uh, the the rupture that forced it up. You know, right. like when two rocks come together, sometimes they will slide across each right, other. The tectonic plates, something like that. Yeah, and that's um, yeah. Obviously, this was uh, the footprint was probably made while this was very soft and mm-hmm. and muddy type. So it was it was something that was on the ground, like you said, due to the shifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or igneous. It could have been igneous. There know. was another? Huh? Just that one? There was no not no 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 second. No, that's the thing. Not even a partial one, just this one? Just that. That was the thing because it sort of uh sort of stuck out. But in the oops category, I'm sure you all have heard stories of things that are misplaced, like a, a sandal stuck in prehistoric lava. You know, or the, the spark the... plug in a coal mine, or yeah. the uh, or the pickaxe that was in lime that was buried in limestone that was dated like 150,000 years ago. Right, and there was also a watch, I believe, a very yeah. fancy watch, someplace. And uh, you know, it just it only takes one. You know, it only to, takes to... one burp in the space-time continuum. The Star Child skull was found in Mexico in a, in a mine. Right. Right. That's true. Oh, I love those skulls. Those skulls are great. Well, Chase said last night that she's uh, been given the opportunity to 
continue the research on it and you know we're gonna have to skull herself actually has the skull i don't think she has the actual oh i'm so jealous that she's got the skull no she she has she has possession of it yeah Yeah, but here's the thing they they made a perfect replica that they usually use the real skulls almost always kept locked away because the replica is exact and uh, Lloyd would let you hold it, and that's what they used in, in UFO Hunters. Interestingly enough, they did a comparison. They they poured bird feed into the skull, and they poured bird feed into a human skull. And the skull, it wasn't cradle boarded. It it held significantly more brain mm. than the human skull. You know, when they poured it out into measuring cups. Right, the cavity was larger. Well, you'll have her on the first to ask her if it is the real one she has or just the... uh, It can't be the real one. one. (laughs) I didn't didn't think so it was, but... I don't think it is. She said said it was the real one. That's what she said, yeah. That's what she told us and explained the story. But But you know what? Yeah. I was just going to say that I did send another another, uh, of another... Discovery of giants in uh, uh, oh, discovery so of yes, and yeah. so um, my I wife actually I've found seen that. this picture before. Mm-hmm. Um, on this page of the giant, the the giant skeleton, just so well preserved in the in the dirt like this, that's just crazy. There was a gentleman yeah. I can't recall his name, but he was doing research in Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh! They uncovered uh, giant skeletal remains there. Really. What? Yes. Pennsylvania? What? That's uh, crazy. Certain mounds have been a report of burial grounds for yes. giants. Yes. And uh, in Ohio and stuff like that, what, somebody like who I plan mound, on working with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I will be working with, Ross Hamilton, in the future. I'm going to be trying to get him on Future Theater or whatever I can get on. I haven't reached out to him yet just because I just haven't. But I can't. Poor UFO and world. We're just a, uh, approaching. Yep. We, uh, he is uh, the literally uh, the guru of serpent mounds. And this guy has wrote books uh-huh. and all that and has appeared in the television show, which should have had other seasons and probably will come back in some type of way, shape, or form. And that is the Search for Lost Giants on the Discovery Channel. Nice. With okay. The Air Brothers and Ross Hamilton was part of that. And so, and, and Hugh Newman. And so uh, they um, didn't have a second season, but nevertheless, he himself has gone out to these serpent mounds and done investigations and uh, says that apparently these are where giants are buried. And why does he believe that? Well, that's something we'll have to ask him. But he has this big story and all that to it, and why it's uh, the burial grounds of giants, I don't know. But this is what the show and of the Searching for Lost Giants was all based upon was this uh, this theory and a hypothesis that they had in the story. So just, it's just so fascinating. Where did they go? What happened? You're huge. What killed you? Holy crap! Just like in <laughs> ufology, and we we have the denial and the lack of disclosure. Mm-hmm. You can imagine, even when it comes to artifacts like these, that they're not disclosed to the public. Oh, you can oh, imagine yeah. what the the Vatican vaults that they're not sh- disclosing yeah. to the public. Or, I could give you an example. I spoke to a renowned scholar. I won't mention his name, but he told me that when he visited Egypt underneath the museum, which mm-hmm. the, public, the public has never seen, is a, a, a stone that weighs tons and it has a sliver in it like it was cut with a laser 
and it, it goes throughout this whole rock, and then it stops. And they, it's in the, uh, like I said, I don't know if it's still there, because this was what, quite a while ago, but it, it's, it, it's underneath the Egyptian Museum. These are the things that the public is not aware of. And somebody mentions the Smithsonian. You can imagine where, Warehouse 13, whatever you want to say. Th- there has to be a lot of these forbidden objects that they, artifacts that they just don't want us to know about. Because it's all bet on it. Pandora's box. Boom. I want to become an international thief just to break into these places, take lots of pictures, and then just roll out. I'm serious. How else are we going to know? And seriously, we need somebody to do that. Like, we've got anonymous. Somebody become an international thief, get in there, take some pictures, get out. A little nano drone. I really find the giant sand and all with this, uh, the, to me, the most fascinating thing. Because Well, we got David and Goliath right there. And, you, know, uh, you really do have David and Goliath. And yeah, but if you're from uh, the mainstream, if you, you know, really, you know, it, this is kept from the mainstream. And I wonder, um, some of these guys in the archaeology field are hated by the others, mm-hmm. you know. And when you start to look at why are they fighting in, internally, um, they're kind of ruining the whole structure of hero giants. Well, because, there's a lot of ego in stake in the yeah. sense that you find it, you get the you get the big woohoo because you found it. And plus, yeah. I imagine a lot of money in getting and finding these precious things and stuff, too. So. It seems like a lot to keep a lid on. They try to discredit each other. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, they it's, do. Just like ufology, you have that happening in, you know, it's, in true. Too. it's in it just goes with the territory. It's unfortunate because we should all be working to the same common goal and that's truth-seeking. Well, you've all seen the film probably of um, hi, uh, the fella from Egypt, uh, Highway Halats, Highways Halats. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Zaiway, you, you guys know. Zahi Hawass. Zahi, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. You saw the uh, video of of. He gets up and he leaves the and he yells like crazy at oh, someone. He's such a gatekeeper. He literally. Yeah. Is, I mean, you can't tell him anything. You, I mean, literally all the cra- You know anything about the pyramids? You know that they're not. He he is there to make sure that the narrative stays on point. Well, and have you heard the rumor the that there's supposedly the secrets of of everything in one of the Paul's P A W S? There's a whole nother temple. There's a whole yeah. other maze complex and uh, oh, knowledge library underneath the... Right, um, and the bastards are not telling us. Exactly. Not right. And that's why, yeah. literally why, you know, we're just going to have to be brave and go and do it ourselves. It's yeah. because they're trying to protect their own supposed historical value. What would be the path if a bunch of people wanted to, you know, put on spy outfits and get <laughs> to the paw of the Sphinx? Is it guarded day and night? Is it... I mean, could you do city? it with a, with a drone now? It, I, I mean, I'm not familiar with how big ground penetrating penetrating radar is, but it has become small enough that we could attach it to a drone and fly it over and just get it. Wow, that's a good idea. Actually, because they're getting smaller and smaller, like they'll be dragonfly size right. soon. They're already there, just we don't have access to it. They're called hymens. They're what? called what? Hymens, and I don't remember what it stands for, but they look like bugs, and they're, that's what they already do. Yeah, I was researching this. I, I did a lot of research on it uh, several years ago. It was a while ago, mm-hmm. but that's what they're called. They're called H-I-mens. Uh, 
And how well, big you were need they to get back then? So what happens when you break your, your hymens? Uh, <laughs> how do they repair them? <laughs> Letting it go. <laughs> Serenity I saw that now. coming a mile away. Okay. It's it's like when you break these I was a, things. I was about bleed? to count. I was about to count down for that one right there. The bleeding. I, know. <laughs> I thought we'd gotten away Good with. Good job, you know. guy. Good job. No, you, we've <laughs> never we've never gotten away with it ever. Mature. I know. Oh, I know. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's no. cool in Intel, Crystal. And how big were they when you were learning that? And that was a couple years ago. Oh, like the size of a mosquito, small. Yeah, like they're there a, now. Like, Literally like bugs, like you wouldn't notice it. You would, I mean, the next, you know, those cockroaches you can't kill. Well, that's a very, that must <laughs> no. be a very protected place, however. Um, this area where the secrets of the world are, I'm sure other people, you know, Whitley Strieber certainly wrote about that in one of his books, 2012, I think. No, 2012, I think. You know what, though? Either that or hiding in plain sight, because let's, I mean, just take the pyramids, for example. Think how many people believe the story. And I mean, and you, you look, and they're right there. They're right there in front what of you. What story? I mean, the story of how they were built, and there's nothing underneath them, and they're just tombs. And this, I mean, literally, yeah. you know, they're in the, and they're literally right in front. I mean, the water erosion is on the Sphinx's face. It's on her face. You can't even hide that. And people still. Because I, I do. I swear to God, half of this stuff is hiding in plain sight. It's like in a warehouse down the block. It's it's in a storage unit somewhere, like on right. you know, right off a of route. Where you the, least the expect it. <laughs> you know, ho- hopefully we're going to see it on Storage Wars. We'll, you know, they'll roll up the gate. <laughs> Open up the <laughs> It's underneath Bada Bing on Route 17. I'm telling you. The aliens are buried right next to Hoffa. You know, <laughs> in, in uh, you know in the um, yeah. what is it in the uh, Jersey uh, Stadium. Right, right. I mean, because you wouldn't want to draw attention to something like that, right? So I do. That's right I do. next to D.B. Cooper. Garage. Put it in my grandmother's garage and call it a day. I put it in her basement. Call it a day. Who's going to look there? No, I think I think they are the speed bumps in Las Vegas. <laughs> I've always thought that the speed bumps are particularly lumpy and big. It'd be a perfect place. <laughs> you know, an area. To look out for is what's going on in Dugway in Utah. Oh, the Ruby Grounds. Going on in Dugway, Utah. Yep. A lot of people are believing that is made possibly the new location where a lot of this top secret activity, even regards to ET, is happening. Why is that? Please enlighten us, Bill. I want to know more now. He's trying to phone home. (laughs) Well, obviously, do you guys think that Area 51 has any significance anymore other than testing of uh, military trap? It's yeah. I believe it may be many stories underground, so yes. So you still think there could be some Possibly. Type of- okay, but I think that there's so much emphasis on that area. I think they kind of got the hint and they went elsewhere. Because we have to think also a lot of this is looked at through satellites from other countries, uh, observation. Right. And sure- again, UFO hunters did a really bad thing. And, and, and you guys were talking about... UFO hunters on the show last night, and I was didn't hear it till today. I was so puffed up when Chase said, "You know, I I really missed the show." Greatest UFO show ever. Yeah, well, they actually did the work, and what happened was, with their incredible, they took it up the mountain. This lens that went on for a long time, a really big lens that the poor cameraman lugged up the mountain, uh, and they got and put on the air very clear 
uh, long range, you know, footage of, you know, off of Mount Peek, Kekatu, uh, whatever. Peekaboo. No, Tickaboo Peek. Tickaboo Peek. Yeah, Not and Tickaboo. Tickaboo. Yeah. yeah, and so basically, you know, out the hunters of, say Tickaboo. Yeah. Also, uh, could someone explain Pokemon Go before no, we get? You know, no, no, no. <laughs> the, no the last thirty seconds of the show, maybe. Really, it's that simple. <laughs> Just don't get, get maybe, maybe. No, but is there is there we, we got trucks going in and out, Bill? We see in UFO activity or possible alien or, or government aircraft that kind of thing going on up there. What's uh, what what's what sparked it? What are you saying? Where I, where I reside? Uh, no, you said in Utah the the new the new yeah. hotbed. Well, I you know I don't know if you're familiar with Eric Lukes, who was the state director of MUFON in Utah. Um, there seems to be a lot of activity being seen near the vicinity now. Of Dugway, uh, a friend of mine who's a host of a show, uh, Pat Daniels, and this has been actually something that's been discussed uh, recently. Um, he was—he's a ham radio operator, and he picked up a conversation between the pilot and air traffic control of an object that was seen by the pilots, and it was keeping the pace with the plane. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Bill Puckett. Uh, William Puckett, he uh, did more investigative research on this. He got the FAA audio. He, the, it was still, there was a lot of things that were taken out. Um, but you can hear a little bit of that conversation between the pilots. So there seems to be a, uh, a rise in activity in Utah. And I think it may be connected to the activities that are going on in Dugway. Then we have to think about all these underground bases. They might be linked. You know, oh, you they are. Oh, they, they must be. But was the plane are. was the plane over Dugway that that accompanied the UFO? No, it w- it was near Salt Lake City. But it's it, you've got to remember if you're in in a, a high altitude aircraft, it's really it, it's it's really not that far to, when you're going to Dugway. When you're traveling, you know, in a craft. I mean, it's just a matter of minutes. Before right. And was the was the object also seen on radar? I I believe so. I, I I'm going to try to find Bill Puckett's website because he's got everything there. Yeah. Uh, it's really that's a gentleman that you also may uh, on Skywatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Puckett and maybe even Pat Daniels who was part of that, and Erica Lukes, because she was, I was, it's funny, because uh, Pat told me about it, he called me that night, said, Bill, you're not going to believe what I just heard on the radio, on the because he's been a ham operator for many years, and I told Erica Lukes, and then from there, Erica took it, and it just kept going, and you can look it up, ham radio operator, UFO, and mm-hmm. Google it, and you'll see exactly what I'm speaking about, but the person that you really want to talk to it's William Puckett because he's the one that actually did the nitty-gritty investigation as far as getting right. data, um, like you said, about the radar. The actually, audio. to give you a little break on that, William Puckett was on Future Theater, uh, I believe, about two months back. Okay. He was on and talked about that a little bit. And so we, he didn't uh, – I guess he got into a little bit of a depth. That's kind of what it was kind of about, uh, kind of hit on a little bit of everything. But, yeah, we did. Yeah, we I, had him I knew his name was familiar. Let me find him. Uh, if you want to find a guest, I have made this great alphabet, alphabetized list under guests. And above <laughs> every letter is every letter of the alphabet that I hand-coded 
so that you you know you know so you can get to any letter mm-hmm. any place i think it's a really great list and then i uh i just checked on uh poor jesse jesse randolph his link was broken but i fixed it i hate when that happens another Thanks. interesting case was after roswell a lot of people say it was a hoax but the aztec ufo incident in seven in uh 48 i believe it was and they just came out with a new book by Scott and Suzanne Ramsey and Dr. Frank. Right, right, right. Yes. Really an interesting. And they have thousands of documents, interviewed witnesses. Right. Uh, it seems that an object did crash in Aztec, uh, possibly by the sophisticated uh, radar system that they were using at the time. And remember, this is not far from Roswell. It, again, when you think about that, Los Alamos, all the testing areas, you know, we hear a lot about the correlation of, uh, and some people just don't believe in this, but I am one that, in my opinion, I think there is a connection where a lot of the UFO activity is seen over nuclear facilities, military mm-hmm. institutions, globally. So if, if that would be one of the things that if an object did crash or objects did crash in, in Roswell, it's possible they were here observing and mm-hmm. because of what we were doing, mm-hmm. the nuclear aspect, the atomic bomb. So, you know, Aztec is just another one of those stories that it's possible that they were still keeping an eye. And who knows, maybe they were on some kind of reconnaissance mission for the craft that crashed in 47. Who knows? You know, I'm just reaching there, speculating, but it's really an interesting case. And that would be someone, again, of interest that you guys may want to uh, speak about. Yeah, we, we have had the Ramses on twice, I believe. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. here was on the, the on the show last yeah. week, actually. Frank Zayer, um, who was oh, cool. part of that right. book. Yeah, he was on the show up here on this show last week. Yeah, I, actually, oh. I got his book uh, last week, and he gave me the DVD. Oh, right. <laughs> That's when we are getting the well. hookup. Yeah, right before the show last week. I didn't week. get no book or DVD. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know, That's right? messed up, man. Oh, my goodness. I actually have to pay for the book, Jackal, and he sent me the DVD. Oh, I'm going to have to talk with him. <laughs> the Jackal Father will take care of it. There'll be no more charges. I'm going to make him an offer he can't The Jackal refuse. Father, okay. I believe oh, we have free books, too. Yes. What? Two. I know, I know there's two, I'm, I, I, and I know they're coming out with something more in a year because they're still, they're still doing more research. On it, um, so well, that's. Isn't Arthur Campbell part of that team, or is he a different one entirely? Do you know who I'm talking about, Arthur Campbell? I believe there was another individual involved. I can't recall the name. I would have to pull it up. I do yeah. have the name because I actually wrote questions for him. But um, yeah, it <laughs> was another individual involved that did some of the research. So um, I'm going to try to find that name right now because I did. Uh, but again, that's an interesting case that's not really spoken about. Or the Koyami, I think it's Koyami incident that happened that uh, Noe Torres and, uh, and Ruben, Ruben Uarte. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That yep. discuss, uh, you know, that another incident where, Mom, I'm on, you believe this live radio. I, I, <laughs> Come on, get her off. That'll be the best part of the show. Go, 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 Mom, go. She's got to go like she did when she seen the UFO. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, when they, they say that we flew over the Mexican border um, and, into, and went to a site where the Mexicans had retrieved uh, a crashed UFO, we went in, swooped in, took it, 
and they said there were dead uh, bodies when they went there. Now, I've got a question. Um, is this in the zone of silence where that one happened in Mexico? It's yeah. a separate one. It's it's not the same. Right. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, and the um, the Mexico, the first one, the uh, one we we're just talking about, I believe they also found a pit where they had dumped a lot of the parts uh, from the guys who had gotten killed. Uh, wow. They they seem to have gotten killed from a virus or something. So so that's got actually weird, uh, a lot of weird information that's verifiable. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing we need. I, I I'm I'm one that thinks that we it's just redundant to rehash, keep rehashing, the the familiar UFO cases. Just like Jesse said last night on the show, we need new fresh material. You know, we need something more relevant to in a time perspective, where things that are that are happening more recent, so to speak. Instead of going back and rehashing the same thing, you know, unless new witnesses come forward, it's just, you know, we hear more evidence on something. I hear you. Uh, It's just a different spin from a different opinion by a different author. Right. But if the phenomenon is real, it will continue and there will be continuing stories. Right. Frank Warren, by the way, was the other other individual that helped with the the book uh, with the with the Ramsey's. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, Arthur Campbell, Arthur C. Campbell. He's written uh, another series of books. He's another fellow who follows just one UFO story. Which, by the way, uh, Frank Fashino is another. Um, I believe you're right because Campbell, I think, uh, took off of what Scully was speaking about. Yeah, I've got to go back and look him up again. But he's uh, he's been on the show, I believe. But I've got to find his book. It's on my hard drive. Hi, under that's, books. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Scully, Frank Scully, uh, who wrote the book Behind the Flying Sources, which is, is, it's all about the Aztec incident. In the first episode of the new X-Files this year, they did mention Aztec. Oh, right. They what? did. Yes, they did. Yes, yes they did. Because they're know. acting like they're going to be up with things. You know, they have email now and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the- they did mention mm-hmm. that, yeah. Frank Scully, they, the name Scully, they took it, it seems like they took that for X-Files too. So there's a lot of like, you know, we, we see a lot of these movies, even, you know, Spielberg, I believe Spielberg is heavily involved with uh, knowledge that a lot of us aren't privy to. Uh, dealing, going back to Close Encounters, uh, Taken, some of the series he's done, and you see that sometimes we get the subliminal, indirect um you know, information on things that are going on, it's like a tease. It's like slow disclosure. It's little segments. And you say to yourself, okay, could that be a little bit of truth behind that? You know, it's just something to make your mind think about it. For those Absolutely. that are Absolutely. We have, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but we have a caller. He's been trying to get through to us. It's uh, our friend Nathan is calling into Sky Watchers. Hello, Nathan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for calling back. Hey, Nathan. How you doing, buddy? Nathan. Hey, I'm doing really good. Hey, how's it going? Good. Angel, I hope you feel better, man. Thank you, brother. Um, <laughs> that's oh, the best so I can do right now, man. That's the best I Nancy, fly to Florida. Go take care of Angel. Nancy, come on. I know. I know. He needs a mom. He, By the way, Arthur Arthur Campbell, <clears throat> his book is the 
UFO crash at San Augustine. Totally different. Oh, okay. okay. Another one wow. of those. Yeah. Wow. All right. Real quick. Maybe, we're we're going to be out of time soon, but I wanted to let you uh, kind of jump in here. What do you want to add to this amazing conversation that we're having? Yeah. So I live out in Utah myself, and I'm quite familiar with Dugway, and I know you guys brought that up. I had just two quick little things. So one thing that you guys might not be aware of that Dugway has more restricted airspace than Area 51. And I don't know if you guys knew that, but the restricted airspace is a lot more vast than what Area 51 is. And with underground tunnels being connected, you're looking at the one of the biggest centers because you have Area 51, you have Dugway of Los Alamos, Dulce, um, you know, everything channels even down to the coast of California. So it, it is going to be the new Area 51. It already is, in my opinion. Um, but another thing to add, for Bill, I know you do a lot of sky watching. I'm sure you're familiar with Dr. Stephen Greer. Oh, yes. Uh, one, one thing... Uh, one thing that really helps me, and I have a group of nine people that go out and do close encounters of the fifth kind, human-initiated contacts. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with the ET contact tool, but that would be one thing that I could suggest to you for your sky watching. That would be really beneficial if you have walkie-talkies and study the protocols and meditation. That would give your... Uh, Sky watching a huge, tremendous gain and and seeing different type of aerial phenomenon and stuff. Nathan, I got a question for you now. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that it's possible, like if I had uh, individuals on my Skype during one of these live sky watches and those that are in the chat room on YouTube doing this, that we can do a group uh, consciousness effort to try to through probably if we're all thinking on the same uh, you know on the same lane and opening our minds, freeing ourselves, sort of like a meditational type of aspect that we can draw an object through my location? Um, I would say um, there's a good possibility that that would happen. It all depends on some on your particular mindset and the group that you're doing it with. Um, others, I mean, that's the good thing about the CE5. Anybody can do it anywhere, anytime. And uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, he does hold big live events worldwide where people get to do this on a particular night. And, and you know, it, it's worldwide, so it can happen anywhere. And it, what it really has to come down to is your mindset and openness to consciousness because that's the one thing that connects all of us, all living creatures on this earth and in the universe as well. I agree 100% with you. A lot of people have spoken to me that, you know, th- individuals like yourself and individuals like Stephen, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, that you have to have a positive energy. It's all about love, peace, compassion. You have to have that type of, of uh, emotional, mental state, even the, the spirituality of it, uh, at peace with yourself and your surroundings, so to speak. Yeah, but, but you always end up with dick butt. You know, the, you know, the, <laughs> you know what, Dick, you, she said it, that's folks, where not I'd me. Have to, that's, that's the first, that's that's actually, she I'd said that, to. not you, other guy, that's the first. That's, no, that's I'll, t- I'll tell you. You're going to disagree, I bet, right? No, I'm not. That's where I would have to say that you want to conduct a group that is on the same wavelength. Exactly. If, you don't, exactly. if you don't have the right people 
that are doing it for the right purposes, mm-hmm. you're not going to have a dick butt. Yeah, good then you'll have yeah. a dick butt. That sounds great, exactly. painful. Well, Nathan, I want to offer you, and I'm extending an offer to you that uh, uh, you can look up my Skywatchers at Bill NY as a New York Skywatcher, and uh, you're welcome to come into the YouTube chat and uh, have a discussion with all of us, Chris Brown and some uh, other individuals. I'm there on every Skywatch I can be, so I'll be there and others. Yep. And this is what I'll we. I'll be more than happy to look at that, and I'll be more than happy to give you some information because sure. uh, as. Some of the, uh, you know, Chris and everybody, they've heard some of my information and I have a lot to share. Um, You know, there will be a day when they have me on their show and I'll be discussing a lot more in detail about my encounters and experiences throughout my childhood and to this day and everything. And I look forward for that opportunity. And uh, but no, I just wanted to give you that information. I'll look out for that YouTube channel and keep that that insight. And you can also look me up on Facebook. It's Bill N.Y. Skywatcher, um, and we can have a communication there as well if you do have Facebook, and then we can pick this up, or you could just meet me during my, one of my Skywatchers in chat, and we can discuss it there too, and then I'll give you more uh, you know, information as far as contact for myself. Oh, absolutely. Networking is the key. Um, I'll look forward to hopefully doing a show with you guys on Skywatchers, and you guys have a good rest of the evening. I didn't want to take up too much of your guys' time, but I do enjoy the show, and Look forward to uh, talking with you guys in the future. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Nathan. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Bill, you do that uh, group meditation to call in the aliens. You let me know I am in. (laughs) I'm telling you guys about it. We are in. in Woo-woo on Skywatchers, Bill. (laughs) Woo-woo. We we can't bring the other guy. He's suspect, but I can come. I'm suspect? Really? (laughs) Yeah, you're a little suspect. (laughs) (laughs) But see, guys, I've actually been to one of Greer's things interesting that's why i have such a such a well, let's just say happened, attitude what what yeah. happened yeah oh, it was bad it was really really bad um you felt I, it was bad energy you got a headache like what happened? no what what happened was um i've been friends with um and was doing uh, books and stuff with a fellow named harold burt and harold burt is a very gregarious big guy and he was Orange County's publicity director for MUFON, okay, back when we knew him. And he had spent uh, he had spent the night before uh, Bill and I had come to a conference, and then we were all going to drive up to Santa Barbara to this Stephen Greer thing. And the night before, Harold had uh, been had taken Greer out to dinner. Um, and with a group of people from MUFON and stuff, and they all, you know. And now Harold happens to be black, and I bring that up because there are so few black people in ufology, especially big guys, you know, really tall, you know, good-looking guys. Um, And so when we got to the college, um, Harold's, we were all lost. Greer was just unpacking his car, putting stuff in, and he had a lot of assistance, so Harold said, um, he, he said, well, you know, we're saved because, you know, Greer, will, Steve will know where we're going, you know, because we didn't want to be late. And Greer acted like he had never seen him before, didn't know who he was, you know, was really abrupt and mean as though, you know, like, move away, you small people. I'm on my way to something. And it was so embarrassing for Harold, 
who had spent, you know, had had, been, had dinner with him the night before, that it just kind of soured everything. Mm. And when we got mm. out there, so that so then we were late for the actual Skywatch, and it ended up on... That just goes to show how messed up drunk Stephen was at that dinner, huh? Maybe, but here's the, re- but here's the rest of it. We got to the... Sky, uh, it's like Bill, me, and Harold were just kind of... We couldn't kind of catch up with the group. Everything was kind of going wrong. So we got to the Skywatch location away from the lecture late. And when we got there, the people had formed their chairs, and it was on a it was on a bad kind of a site. If you've ever been to a construction site, um, Greer was able to rent this construction site for the night. But a construction site is kind of foul. It's mm-hmm. earth's just been turned, and it's kind of creepy. So you have to creep over all this kind of turned over earth and stuff, and you, with your little lawn chair. And so when we got there, the three of us, Bill is a short guy. I'm a short female, and Harold's a good tall guy. So we have our three, we have our lawn chairs, and they had they had formed a circle, and they would not open the circle for us to sit. Wow! So you just had a bad experience with that group. So you were meditating with a group that sucked. Dick butt, yeah. I can't. <laughs> Sounds like a weird so. deal to me. So I wouldn't yeah, need no part no circle. I'd be just fine. And yeah, I wouldn't so have done that on a construction site either. I know. That's so just weird. riddled with the energy of the workers. I mean, there was anybody burning yeah, anything. Yeah. The wood and the nails <laughs> together with yeah, the hammers at that perfect tone. But it was cheap. It was a cheap way to get a spot. And the thing was, they kept saying, we have to have brotherhood among us so that the brothers will come down. And, and the three of us are in the back. They wouldn't let us in. It was so weird because we tried to kind of get in a couple different ways with our chairs. They would not open up. I think the site at itself was so difficult that by the time they got themselves settled they didn't want to move you know it don't sound cultish yeah it's all i think you dodged a bullet there nancy you probably didn't want to meditate with those people anyway maybe yeah so we are all out of time everybody and it just flies by here on sky watchers bill thank you so much you're like our saving grace tonight and we've had such a pleasure talking to you because we've had you on before and it's always a pleasure a pleasure is all mine, and again, thank, thank you for having me, and hopefully I'll see you all on the, the Skywatch. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm going to come check you out. Um, tell everybody, now, what night do you do that? It depends on the weather, really. You know, right Any now, nights coming up here looking yeah. like it could be a possible night? I think possibly Friday night, because again, we're in that, you know, the summertime where you got all the, the thunderstorms and the right. that night, so it's got to be... Bell and James time, it's living right. it up on Friday night. When the fun do you, passes through. <laughs> do you post to like your Facebook when you're going to do it? Yes, absolutely. Yes. What's your Facebook so everybody can kind of jump jump on the train? Bill NY Skywatcher. Easy enough. Bill NY Skywatcher. If you want to Skywatch live with Bill, and that you, is how you do it. And if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you'll get an alert automatically. So if you go there to you go. Bill NY Skywatcher on YouTube, subscribe, and you'll get an alert when I go live. Fantastic. Cool. Fantastic. Thank you, Bill. Thank you to my amazing host. Thank you, Angel, for saving me from my low bandwidth because everybody in my household is currently gaming. Seriously, somebody's playing Orchestra. <laughs> somebody's playing Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. And I'm pretty sure somebody else is playing The Division. That's what wow. happened on my house on a Tuesday night. Um, so that's it. We're done. We're going to get off this. We will be back next Tuesday evening with a mystery guest. Yes, we're not telling you because it's a mystery. Because that is how we roll. <laughs> Other guy, say goodnight. Goodnight, all. (laughs) Feel better, Angel.
Yeah, definitely feel better, Angel. We miss you. Feel better, Angel. Poor baby. Take it to the movie. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. All right.